Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Tom. Triple D's. What it do? Awesome. Awesome. We had a, another great two days of basketball as the NBA season continues to heat up. These games start to be more and more impactful as we look at the seeding and everything like that. So let's go back to Wednesday, and we're going to start off with the Warriors playing the Wizards, two teams looking for playing game um, to get in the play game for the Wizards and one of the Warriors that was trying to climb up into, you know, possibly getting out of that position. But the Wizards end up being the Warriors 118-114. First time in 11 games, well, in 12 games that Steph didn't have 30, only had 18 on 7 of 25 shooting. Andrew Wiggins struggled as well, 5 of 20 from the field. Oubre tried with 24, but it wasn't quite enough for the Wizards Russell Westbrook 14 on 5 of 17 shooting but 20 rebounds and 10 assists and Bradley Beal out there 29 points and 10 rebounds as well Darnell what did you see out of this game one thing that was surprising for the Warriors outside of Steph's struggles was they decided to leave Kent Bazemore in the start lineup and bring Kelly Uber off the bench and it seemed to work a little bit for Kelly Oubre. He was scored 24 points. He was 8 to 17 from the field. Got you nine rebounds. They got 22 from Jordan Poole. But we know the Warriors, they're going to go as Steph goes. And anytime Steph struggles like this, it's going to be tough for them to win. Anytime he's, he's 2 of 14 from three, obviously that's not enough. He got you eight assists, but he six turnovers. Not a great Draymond Green game. I don't think he – unless his his best games are dependent on Steph going off. Because yeah. for him to have high assist numbers, Steph needs to be shooting well. And in a poor shooting night, we know Draymond's not a scorer. So, for him to even be in a four-point game, I think that was impressive. But from the Wizards' perspective, obviously Bradley Beal, not the greatest efficiency, 8 of 21 shooting, but he got you 29 points, 10 rebounds. 14 points, 20 rebounds for Russell Westbrook with 10 assists, nine turnovers, almost a quadruple double. And they've they've been getting production from Daniel Gafford. That's one of the bigs that the Bulls gave up in the trade. And they probably didn't need to, but at all. Yeah. (laughs) It would have been perfect to just keep him, but you know, it's it's whatever it is now, but I'm impressed by how the Wizards have been playing lately. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think the Wizards are going to be in the play-in tournament. So, with the um with that trade, I understand what they were trying to do with it. I really do. <clears throat> they traded they traded um Gafford to the Wizards for Wagner and then they traded Wagner to the Celtics for Tice because when they did that, when they made that big trade for um for Vucevic, you know they expected to that to put them in playoff contention. And Tice, you know, we we know Tice can be a starting center on an Eastern Conference finalist team. We saw it. So you know, <clears throat> if he gonna come off the bench behind an All Star like Vucevic, that was the intent. But obviously, you know, one thing about Wendell and Gafford that Vuce don't that Vuce doesn't do is that 
they are good post defenders. Vooch is not. <laughs> so the the defense that they already didn't have completely eviscerated and they traded it for offense that they didn't really need because they're already a decent scoring team, but they traded it for a little extra offense that Vooch can't really do because Zach Levine takes a bunch of shots. So it, it, it kind of, it really did mess up the entire offense and defense with it. So, I mean, I think that's what happened in that circumstance, but now nah, the Wizards definitely got a steal out of him because Gafford is way better than Mo Wagner and they needed the extra scoring boost. And, you know, the game, what, what really came, this game came down to is, you know, I'll even say Steph and Russ pretty much equaled each other out, but like Steph had 18, eight assists, seven rebounds. Russ had 14, 20, 10, 20 rebounds, 10 assists. Obviously, you know, Russ had way more rebounds. But in terms of, like, the scoring and the assists and everything, they they basically equaled out. Now the difference came down to the, the, second, the secondary scores on each team. Bradley Beal versus who's supposed to be Andrew Wiggins. Secondary and, scores? You know, what are you talking about? I was going to say, so you saying Bradley Bill? I mean, not, not Bradley Bill's secondary. Not, not Bradley Bill's secondary <laughs> score. Not, not Bradley Bill's secondary score. But I meant, I meant for the point guards. For the point guards versus the shooting guards. Not, I mean secondary. But, <laughs> but, but Brad, I meant Bradley Bill versus uh, Andrew Wiggins out there. And you feel me? Bradley Beal had 30, like he does every game. Yeah. And then Wiggins had 14, uh, five of 20 shooting. Because the benches were pretty much equal for the most part. Um, Neto, Neto had 18, which is a surprise. And then Bertans had 20, like he like he can do when he comes off the bench and everything like that. But, I mean, the, the thing is just Washington just has a few more scores than Golden State and – you feel me? They, they even though they can't play defense, there's not many people on Golden State that can score outside of Steph. So if Steph not scoring his thirty, like Steph was by far the worst minus on the team too. It wasn't even close. Yeah. That's because he gotta score like 30, 40 in order for them to win games. So I'm, I'm gonna go. Steph was awful. Steph was bad. That's my takeaway. Steph was bad. He was really, really bad, actually. And everyone up, you can see. Yeah, it was Wiggins terrible. Was a, Wiggins, was a, Wiggins was a plus six. Hit the him, Oubre, and Jordan Poole was snapping. Jordan Poole at 22 as well. He was six of 10 from deep. All of them were trying to save him. They really were. And they were doing it. Because the game starts off, right, and – you know, to be fair, Steph was literally getting triple teamed early. He really was. They were doubling him, and then they were not. Even even if he got around, and they were like, all right, we're bringing a third person. They didn't care. They didn't give a shit. And so the game starts off, and the Wizards, you know, he plays the whole first quarter, and the Wizards are up 38 to 20. It's like, damn. But in the second quarter, Ubre came off the bench. Poole came off the bench. And I – they kept switching them in and out, but either Wiggins or Bazemore was like the other guy out there. And that works. I mean, Steve Kerr finally did it. And I was like, oh, wow, this makes perfect sense. I mean, that's why you're saying the Ubre thing worked. And it worked for Ubre, who had 24 and he was a plus six, but also worked for Bazemore, who had 19 and was a plus seven. It worked for both of them because Bazemore needs to start 
so that they have someone else who can shoot threes. Not going to be Wiggins. Wiggins was bad. He was 0 for 7 from 3. But Bazemore was hitting him, and he had six steals. Bazemore was really good. Oubre was great. Jordan Poole was doing everything. Steph was really, really bad. And the worst part about it was they had the lead in the fourth quarter, and this wasn't an instance where, you know. They did. It got worse when Steph came back. No, Steph came back, and they still had the lead. And he didn't do anything to end the game. And I was waiting for it. He he started getting open looks. You, you can't stay on him forever. He started getting open looks. He was missing them. He just missed them. It happens. You know, great players miss shots. But he – it's not about Wiggins. wasn't about anything else than the Steph going seven for 25, which you can't do. And it sucks because low-key – Yeah. If you go, if you don't have, if, if you're gonna make this race for the MVP, that I don't, it might have killed it. Um, but it's not just because of that. That was a big game, yeah. It was big because they they would have been, and you know, Grizzlies. We'll get more into it later. End up losing. They would have been the eighth seed, I think. Let me look again. If I remember correctly, they were right there. Yeah, they would have. Um, yeah, they would have been the eighth seed. <clears throat> Then it it would have been, been eighth. damn. He really just dragged them all the way up to eighth now. Like you know what I mean? But it was it was a big game to lose. The to the Wizards' credit, I mean they came out. The Wizards were like, hey, we're not gonna let him score. But hey, man, you got you got to do it, Bradley. And you all already know. The other day, Dom. All right, yeah, man, and that's just a tough game, obviously, you know, for them to lose, but it hurt my feelings out there, man, because although give him credit, Russ down the stretch was huge. I mean, he just started he just started going right at them, um, getting all lives because for some reason, yeah. loser. Um, and like you guys said, man, Gafford is a huge pickup for them. I wonder when they're just going to – they played him 24 minutes to Alex Lentz 13. Um, you wonder when they're just going to start him. And just, you know, get over that one. But um, that's going to be something they probably do soon, honestly. But they've won six in a row, mainly since the trade in line, mainly because they have him and they're not playing, you know, Robin Lopez as much, who was a minus 17 in 10 minutes. So, but you do, you do got to yeah. consider consideration that Denny going down. Say that again, I'm sorry. Denny going down with the injury. Yeah, Denny, Denny out for the rest of the season. Damn, is he? When did that even? Jeez, Denny. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a wrap then. Hopefully they get Rui back. That would be big, but damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have been doing this without Rui too. Yep. Mm-hmm. They have a center. They just needed really one. Yeah, the center could do something. Yeah, because hey. what's his face was just not the answer, but Wagner. Yeah, be interesting. It, it, honestly, if they next year, man, you gonna have you gonna have Gafford and you're gonna have Thomas Bryant. That's gonna be really, really good. Like really, yeah. Good. Um, as far as then I think I think Thomas I think Thomas Bryant is more suitable off the bench. So if you let Gafford start and then Thomas Bryant come off the bench, that really could go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So the Wizards look at <clears throat> up. The also, word. just one one more thing about the Wizards, though. 
just because we talk so crazy, you know, we got to give the respect where it's due. And Russell Westbrook is actually leading the league in field goal and clutch field goal percentage. So, you know, within five minutes left when the game's like five points or less uh, to each other, Russell Westbrook's leading the league in clutch field goal percentage at 59.1%. So what he was doing last night is just what he's been doing throughout the season. At least, at least in the, at least in the recent stretch, because, you know, at first he was pretty bad, but in his recent stretch, he's definitely been, you know, turning up towards the end. Russ hasn't had a dickhead of the day since November. Pretty sure we're being really nice. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but he was big for them. I mean, because the thing is, is I love Brad, but he really don't be doing it lately. Although he, he scored too. It was like both of them. It was really the fact that Steph wasn't scoring. And Russ was on him for the majority of the game. So, you know, helping. He, he got help. He got doubles. But even so, later when they started, they didn't have as much um, – you know, what I would call scheme discipline just because, you know, like getting a little tired. I mean, it's hard to just continuously double someone. Russ was really yeah. there bothering him the entire game, so kudos to him. Um, yeah. Kudos to the Wizards. They've now won six in a row. They're doing exactly what we want them to do. If there's ever a team that the Warriors could lose to and I'd be fine with, it would be this one. And now the Wizards are the 10th seed, and we're going to break that down more as we go forward. Um, but moving on to another game from Wednesday – that was really great. The Nuggets end up beating the Blazers 106-105. Norman Powell, a chance to hit a floater at the end of the game to give them the win, and he ends up missing it. Um, in this one for the Nuggets, Jokic, 25 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists for him, uh, 17 for Michael Porter. He shot 8 for 12 from the field as well. And for the Blazers, Damian Lillard came back, 22 points, 9 to 23 from the field. Two for 10 from deep. And Norman Powell, as we said, he missed that last shot, but he had 17 points to contribute. Um, Dom, what did you see out of this one? I saw when one when one MVP candidate lost his, you know, lost his footing, another one keeps rising. You feel me? I mean, we, we already know the story about Portland. I already know you're going to say it, but <laughs> we already know what they can't do. I don't and, know what you're talking and- about. And Denver made Denver made sure to continue the trend. So <laughs> Jamal Murray or not, they still got a better record. So you know they were able to continue the trend. And Jokic, you know, he was the leading factor out there. Twenty five points, five assists, nine rebounds. Led the team in every led the team in all three major stats. So you know, but I mean, when it when it comes to, when it comes to Portland. I, I mean, I just don't think – it's I don't know. I don't know. Who was there? Oh, Nurkic was out there. It's hard for them, bro, because both of them are just so slow. And they and Nurkic just can't do anything with Jokic either. Like, that really is their problem right now. They have two, like, really slow centers. And at this point, Nurkic isn't even providing them much on offense. So, Cantor will at least score. But Nurkic, if he's just not going to score either – you know, that's one of the big issues they have. So, you know, until they get their center issues situated, it's going to keep being a struggle for them. Nurkic is their best passer on, like, a consistent basis now. But he is their best passer, but he's <laughs> low and don't score. Sounds like Michael <laughs> Saw to me. 
<laughs> Marcus, <laughs> hey man, the Raptors won a finals because Marcus Saul didn't miss a single three. They won a finals because they had Kawhi Leonard. All right, never mind. Darnell, what were your thoughts? <laughs> yes, not a not a great showing for the Blazers. Uh, yeah, see, Dan McCullum, six of thirteen overall. It's not too bad, but two of seven from three. Didn't get to the free throw line. Got you nine rebounds and five assists. That's pretty good, but they need more scoring from CJ. Obviously, Dame didn't shoot great either. He was nine of twenty-three, <laughs> two of ten from three. He only got to the free throw line once, two of two of two. And they they know they're gonna go as far as the backcourt goes. And against a team like Denver, they're a contender in the Western Conference, a team ahead of them. This was a winnable game. And you'd have liked to see your stars show up, but in the clutch, it was Norman Powell. He didn't get it done. He was four of ten. And if those three guys are making shots, there's not a lot of uh, other offense that they can go to outside of maybe Carmelo. But it just wasn't his game, it looked like. He only played 20 minutes, not in foul trouble. So, um, great, great win for the Denver Nuggets because without Jamal Murray and they didn't have Monte Morris either, that's two big blows to their yeah. backcourt. So, they had, they got some some minutes from Austin Rivers. I guess they're going to try to see if he can fill in a little bit, and they got a win. So kudos to the Nuggets. Got to give props. Bro, CJ came back and everything fell apart. <laughs> it really yeah, did. They needed. Apart. Hold up. Time they up. needed Dame. They needed Dame to try to go out and be an MVP every night. Now that he doesn't have so much on his plate, he's not doing as much. They're not as good. Yeah. Nothing fell apart. They're doing exactly what they did before, which is not beat a team better than them. This, is, this isn't something that just happened because CJ came back. Yo, they dead ass lost every game for like the past week by one point. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> hey, hey, man. It is what it is. What it is. Bro, what, bro, what happened to – Happened to that. <laughs> In fairness, Dave, this is the only one Dave's been there for because it's mainly been CJ, Carmelo, Powell, and Anthony Tries. Um, they still lose by a point. But I mean, hey, they were they were losing the good teams when CJ wasn't there. It was Gary Trent, Smack still losing the good teams. Now, I this is a there's another team like this, we'll get into them, that you know, they're just starting to play better teams and you're just seeing them lose games. And, hey, man, they've lost three in a row, like you said, all by, like, one point. <laughs> I was watching this one, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, like, this is going to be the time. It's got to be. But, uh, you know, Jokic took over toward the end of the game. He just started going right by Nurkic. And Nurkic actually – it's a good matchup because, again, Jokic is a lot like Embiid in that, you know. Most of the strength comes from him just being stronger than the other person. Not going to be just stronger than Nurkic, but he started just, you know, getting – he got some big free throws late because he forced fouls, um, just got, like, angles by him. That's what he does. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, man, you would want – because what happened was there's a jump ball with, like, eight seconds left, and they got the ball transition, and it's Covington and Norman Powell. Uh, you would have wanted him to call a timeout and just, you know, give Dan the chance. I him just go ahead and just do it. It's going to be Dame time. But he <laughs> let him do it. And so now here they are, the sixth seed, tied with Dallas, 
right there. Could be in the playing game. Oh, man. Or as mad as they made me, really are just one game. Out. That's why it's so bad. They were one game away. We're right there. Oh, it's okay. I mean, the dude can't score 30 every game, you know. And we needed 20 out of you, bro. Yeah. You just needed 20. We just needed 21, man. We just needed like even like seven for 20 would have been fine. Like like nine for 23 would have been cool. You can't go seven for 25. It's okay because that other dude who called himself MVP did go nine for 23. So, you know. Hey, man, it's going to be it's going to be real, real interesting, obviously, down the stretch. Um, but real quick, let's go to a game last night. And uh, hey, man, uh, the dude that went nine for 23. Hey, man, I, all I can say is I'm disappointed, but not surprised as the Bucks end up beating the Sixers 124, 117. And it really wasn't this close. Um, Joel Embiid, 24 points for him, 9 for 21 from the field. Tobias Harris, right at 18 and 8 for 16. No Ben Simmons today, and no one else really in that starting lineup could get it going. Shake Milton and Maxi tried to do the best they could. Shake with 20, Maxi with 11, but it wasn't enough. As for the Bucks, Giannis, 27 points on 8 of 15, 16 rebounds, 6 assists. Chris Miller taking out there 10 of 16 as well with 24. And Bobby gave him 23 off the bench. So, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Saw the Sixers again. They uh, struggled out Ben Simmons. It looks like it took – I think Joel Embiid's MVP case is taking a blow as of late. It's it meant some winnable games that they've had. Well, I don't think this game was that winnable. It was over in the fourth quarter. It's just – Silver in the garbage first time, quarter. man. That thing was over. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's just been interesting to see how the Sixers have been playing, and they haven't been playing great as of late because they haven't been healthy. That's one part. But some of these games, you just see that against certain competition, they don't <laughs> rise and they kind of play the same level that they play against. Inferior competition is kind of alarming. Uh, I had hopes that maybe the Sixers could get by the Bucks in the series, but that's out the window. I think the Bucks are just – they just have too much chemistry going right now. Obviously, Giannis is playing at an MVP level, 27, 16-6, 12-11 from Drew Holiday, and his defense has just been a bright spot for them. They called it a big three with Chris Middleton, but I think this is a lower end big three if you if you consider it even that. So I'm not going to go that far with the Bucks, but it was overall a good game. You got really good minutes out of Bobby Portis, even though he was a minus ten. He was hitting threes. He was five of five. He had one where his foot was on the line. Otherwise, he would have been six of six. He was nine of eleven overall. He was just a tough, a tough, Bobby, bro. tough player to guard that game, man. <laughs> If the Bucs can just roll out different players every night to get hot, then they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Man, just imagine if the Knicks just kept him. <laughs> kept him with Randall out there, man. That'd be crazy. The way Randall been playing. But, I mean, one thing about the Bucs that we know is that when all the when all the other pieces are clicking, they're literally the best team in the league. 
because everybody on the team is capable of shooting aside from obviously even Jan, even though Giannis can he can hit a couple he went one for two last night but you know the goal of the team was to surround him with a bunch of shooters and you feel me when the shooters go the shooters go and generally the problem out there is usually Brooke but Brooke went out there four for seven from three which was you know obviously amazing then Middleton four for seven Bobby Portis was just a revelation for off the bench just because of the fact that he really just makes every shot is crazy uh Connison gave him a couple like I don't even think it was necessarily the Sixers fault when the Bucks when the Bucks play like this they there's nobody that can beat them so they are they are one of those teams where it's like they're a sleeper but if everything's clicking, they really can just go ahead and win the title <laughs> type thing. <laughs> just because, like, nobody's really going to be able to stop Giannis. But even if they do, if everybody else is just making shots, there's not much you can do. But obviously, you know, without Ben Simmons out there, no matter what the offense may have, no matter how much the offense may improve or not, the defense just takes a tumble whenever Ben Simmons isn't there. So... You know, they 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 need him in order to, you know, even try to stop any of that. And the biggest problem of the game last night was just when you watched it, Milwaukee just shoots a bunch of threes and the Sixers just shoot a bunch of twos. I, I was watching <laughs> Tobias go right in there, shoot a bunch of middies, watching Shake go right in there, shoot a bunch of middies, watching Maxi go right in there, shoot a bunch of middies. So if all you're going to do is shoot a bunch of mid-range shots all day, and they're gonna make all the threes in the world. Then I mean, this gonna be the this gonna be the result. So, but but like we know with the Bucks, sometimes they hit. Like they, I think they broke the record for most threes in the game. It was either them or like the Bulls or somebody. But I think they most I think they broke the record for most threes in the game. Mm-hmm. But they're such an on and off team when it comes to shooting. Sometimes they'll give it to you. Other times they won't at all. And if and if they don't then it all falls on Giannis. And unless that man drops 50 or 40 at least, then they generally don't win those games. So it really comes down to all the role players and if their shots are falling or not. And last night they were. So one thing I'm not going to let Dom do here is try to lead the people anymore. We, it's The time has come, man. And I'm happy Darnell didn't bring up Ben Simmons thing, like he could save us from this because he was right there. Just, y'all were struggling without Ben Simmons. Like wow. that was, he literally said that. <laughs> but I think this. I think their struggles are bigger than Ben Simmons. So they are. That's exactly what they are. Anyway, because yeah, he can bring better defense. But what they're going to do is, which is what they were kind of doing a little bit last night. Um, when they could they're just going to do what everyone does, which is double and beat and leave Ben. That's what they're going to do. So what <laughs> the game plan is going to be for good teams. Like, and the only thing actually crazy thing about it is when you look at this most recent stretch for the Sixers, right? And they're losing games or whatever. And no defense hasn't been quite as good, but they scored 117 last night, and they have 113 um, against the Suns, and their offense actually looks better without Ben Simmons out there. Now, that may part of it is because they're also playing Maxi again, which I don't know why it took this long, but whatever. 
because they're losing, Doc might just take him out of the rotation anyway. I think because Korkmaz isn't around, obviously, they kind of have to play him. But the Maxi Shake Milton bench unit actually gives them a better, to me, chance of winning. Because, like we saw, the Bucks came out there, destroyed them early. Um, as well as the game was like from the get go, they just started hitting every shot. And Maxi and Milton did as best they could to kind of keep us in the game. And they really did at first. Um, kind of kept us as best they could, you know, you know, around like that 10 range. Cause it really was a 20 point game like that talking like yeah, four or five minutes in. I'm just like, Oh, and I, I reached the conclusion. Let Dom tell you there's no way the bucks are going to beat us in the series. But I reached the conclusion, which I was me and Darnell both had hinted to. We got to get the one seed because the bucks can beat us. And uh, they can. And I don't even think. Hey. It can beat the Nets if they play like this. Bro, no, I don't – okay, whatever. The bigger thing is, is they're just better than us. It's just really that simple. It really is. You're going to have – if Giannis and Embiid can equal each other, which a troubling sign – that was a second day of back-to-back, whatever, but a troubling sign was Brooke was just saying, you know what, I'm just not going to let you go through me. And B's best success came when, for some reason, um, Budenholzer – actually, I understand it. He was trying P.J. Tucker out there, and P.J. Tucker was too small, and B was just going right to the post, and he was getting fouls, and he was getting easy layups. And that's when he kind of climbed back. It was around the third quarter that was happening. It was like, okay, I'm just going to bring Alice back out here because um, we got it to single digits, I believe. But other than that, Lopez was just like, look. And Yas was sitting right there, too, with him. But he was like, look, I'm going to just let you shoot the mid-range jumper. If you hit a bunch of those to beat us, you won't beat us. And I think that was another wrinkle to the entire game plan, which is troubling because, you know, Brooks not a, Brooks a big guy. He's slow, but he's big, and he knows where to be. And he's not as slow as, like, a Nurkic or can't. He's not that slow, not yet. So he was just saying, oh, shoot the mid-range. And what I saw was if we can't get to the free throw line when we got there 18 times, not something normally happens. And in the playoffs, that's normally it's going, you're not going to get to the free throw line as much. It made our defense look a lot worse because they're just in transition every time. They're like, okay, off of a make or a miss, one thing that won't happen is you're not going to get to the free throw line and slow the entire game down. Um, yeah. It was just like, came out there. And another thing is, I, I think there's only one real way we beat them because I, Embiid wasn't bad on Giannis. He just couldn't stop him. I mean, hey, you know what? It, it was really because if Brooke going to hit threes, that was really the thing. They, they put Embiid on Brooke early, and they were just running pick and pops, and he can't guard both. You know, that's a tough ask if Brooke going to hit threes, and that's exactly what he did in the first court, in the first half. So if he's going to do that, if Brooke hits threes, yeah, they can't beat anybody because that's literally what the whole team is based on, it's him hitting threes, and he doesn't do Yeah. It. But with but what was really happening is, bro, no one on this team can guard Chris Middleton other than Ben Simmons. They might just have to say, fuck it, just put Ben Simmons on him. Me and Don were talking about it after the game. That might, it's, just, it's going to have to be the only way. You can't let him start hitting. You can't. You cannot. Um, Drew Holiday, 12 points, 11 assists. He wasn't even great, for real. Um, but, you know, the, the, the fact, the other thing is, again, it's the matchup, and I said this recently. Giannis Embiid, Tobias, Chris, Drew, Ben Simmons, they're all basically the same except all the Bucks guys. Um, 
the exception of the Giannis and Bead thing, all the Bucks guys have more range, even if you go, you know, a little deeper. Um, or they can just do more things. Like if you go to the fourth guy, like Brooke versus whoever you want to say, Seth, or at this point it might just be George Hill, whoever, he can <laughs> get seven feet tall and go to the post. Bobby Portis versus the White. I was going to abuse him in a series. Compl- he can't play against these dudes. Now, he was okay last night at seven rebounds, but he can't play against these guys because he's not going to guard Bobby. They had to go to his own, and that didn't make anything any better because Bobby's just more wide open. So that won't work. So you think Mike Scott going out to be the center? Has to. The backup center? Has to. Because at least he can stay close enough to Bobby. Bobby's going to score on him. But no, actually, I don't know if he's, I don't know if Bobby would score on him. Because Mike would just push him. Mike would be <laughs> strong enough to do it, and he would be fast enough to stay outside on the perimeter. That was really the whole thing. Dwight just won't sit in the paint. So they were like, all right, if you just want to sit in the paint, we got to play a zone, I guess. That also didn't work. It yeah. was. It was a lot of issues, and can say Ben Simmons wasn't there, but he would make the he would make the defense better, offense worse. Also saw Ben Simmons again out there, he hit right in his face by that dude Giannis. So and Giannis had thirty three that game, I believe. So it's like he can't really guard Giannis either. The only thing you should do is put him on Middleton. The only thing that can't happen is Tobias can't be on, not be on. Middleton. Neither can Danny Green. He was cooking them. I was just like, damn, this is this is what I expected, actually. But, hey, they play again Saturday, so we will see. Um, one thing also that's happening is the Sixers are one of these teams that has kind of a backloaded schedule. Now, we saw teams like um, – it's not like they're great now, but teams like the Warriors at the beginning of the season look really, really bad. You could even throw kind of the Celtics in there because they had to play a lot of tougher teams early because some teams they wanted to play the early teams. And then some teams like the Lakers who kind of been hanging on. They're playing a lot of teams later now. So they're obviously just got AD back. Um, and, you know, they still have LeBron, obviously. They're starting to play tougher teams. That's why you see them not really staying at that 500 level. Um and the Blazers as well. The Blazers have a lot of these backloaded, back schedule games, and that's what's kind of causing them issues. So it's just something to look at. Six have lost three in a row. Tried to try to tell you all this is happening. Really did. Really tried to warn you guys, man. Hey, man. At least at least you, the listener, you know. I'm looking out. For you. <laughs> I'm not looking out for you. He wants to lead you down this path so he can laugh at the Sixers. But just <laughs> and just know that you know we know that's why he got that dickhead of the day. You know he earned it, and this is the reason. So Doc was coach of the year, and Darnell. This is this is exactly like the issue, right? Is they they can beat bad teams. Doc Rivers coach teams beat bad teams. That's not the problem. The problem is the adjustments. It's not Mike Budenholzer going to adjust, but the Bucks just have more three point weapons because you know they have some we don't have any ours are old that's the problem <laughs> looking like damn there's one out here just shooting the shit Danny green just can't even run it's like he can't even <laughs> open Seth can't even get open so it's like damn and we're missing we're missing one of the dudes who clogs up the paint and it's either gonna have to be i honestly am to the point where they they might just have to say 
fuck it in the playoffs, even though he can't score and just play thigh ball. Because if you if if one of them going to be useless, just who cares? Just at least you can stop people. We really could stop everybody. We just put thigh ball out there and say, all right, thigh ball, you got Middleton. Because he for the for the little time he was on him, Chris couldn't really do anything. No one really does anything with thigh ball, for real. Other than kind mm-hmm. of, other than like really really small guards. Um, yeah. But if if you're like right around that middle range, I mean, just put him on Middleton. Say fuck it. Put Simmons on Giannis, and you know what? Just hope that you'll have four guards. I don't know how you do it. I'd start George Hill, and I would just let whatever. I would let them all on the bench figure it out. And go ahead. And I would play Mike Scott. I wouldn't play Dwight. And I would just say, you know what? I'd put Simmons as your backup four. I'll just let him just play some minutes there and just go from there. Because it's just I, – I They don't, don't do that. <laughs> I know they don't do that, but it's like we're not going to be able to score with these teams. You can look – if you look at the numbers, right, like we average 113 a game. That's what I'm saying. Like, our offense is a little bit better without Ben. We were actually – we weren't going to beat them, but we were, like, keeping up with them better than I thought we would because, you know, it's, it's, more, it's more floor spacing. Um, but if you look at the numbers, we score 113 a game. We let up 108. The Nets right now are at 119 a game. Up 114. The Bucks score 119 in game. They end up 113. They actually have the best point differential in the East and uh, or third best in the league. So looking good right now. Um, but we will see. Now, Darno, was there anything else you saw? We're gonna go back to April 21st, so Wednesday. Were there any other interesting news or notes from that day that you saw? Um it Really, it seemed like everyone that you expected to win won, um, for except for a, a few games here and there. The Cavs beat the Bulls, one twenty one, one hundred five. Very surprising game. No Zach Levine, but the Bulls lost. This game was close to a thirty point game at one point in time, early in the second, early in the first half. Kind of surprising there. Um, the Pacers and the Thunder, just that game being close, I was surprised. Just how bad the Pacers have failed. Even though Brogdon did have 29 and 15, I'm just surprised that they're just playing again. This is a Thunder team that's lost almost 12 games straight now. Like, what is the what is it now? They're, uh, it, it, I'll, I got you. Um, yeah, it's I think it's 12. 12 games straight. And yeah. they're obviously tanking. And the Pacers are someone who's had playoff aspirations. They have no reason to tank, and they just can't get wins. Um, the Clippers beat the Grizzlies 117-105 without Paul George, without Kawhi Leonard, without Reggie Jackson, without Sergi Baca, without Rondo, Rondo yeah. without um, Patrick Beverly. Like, I'm, I know it was the first game back for Jaron Jackson, but I'm just surprised that it turned out to be this kind of outcome. I thought the Grizzlies would have got better scoring from the Grayson Allen of the world, the Dylan Brooks. But after Dom's speech about Dylan Brooks being the best scorer, he laid a turd. So that's that. not good. Nah, Dom said Grayson Allen was the best scorer. I said Dylan Brooks was the best scorer. Well, yeah. So they both laid a turd. I mean, they were both ass. But... Yeah, they were, they were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, so Darnell was the right answer for the day. <laughs> I had one day where John just did decide to just play average. So we'll take that. And obviously Atlanta and New York was a big one. The the Knicks winning 137-127, getting a 10-point win in overtime. Julius Randle with 40. Capella had 22 rebounds. But the big story was – Trey Young, it looked like it was probably going to be a little worse than it was, but turned out he'll be out until at least Sunday, I think was the report. So that's a big sigh of relief for Hawks fans. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing real quick, Dom, before you go. Actually, no, Dom, go ahead. I'll save it. What are your thoughts on the April 21st games? Oh, as, as much as much shit as was talked about Zach Levine, bro, these niggas are awful without him <laughs> they suck without Zach Levine oh my gosh bro like they they really a bottom five team without him he really be trying his hardest he I don't not think the it's Levine I think it's the they fucked up the team we're being honest they don't play any I was looking at their defense they were like six in the east right now they were probably like five or fourth as far as points per game. But they've been letting up one point everybody since we yeah. got there. And it's tough because you don't want to say they fucked up the team going to get an all-star. That's kind of like, what are you supposed to do? No, nah, they fucked up the team they going to get an all-star. Team. <laughs> <laughs> what the whole team. You know, what, you know what I also don't get? I, 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 get why they, I get why they did it in Boston. But why is Tice starting? <laughs> why did yeah. Tice start? How did he find his way in the start lineup again? Like, they don't well, why is he worry? Like, dude, why I don't know. start him with Vooch? <laughs> like, well, what happened is, is they finally realized that Dad can't start because he's just better on the bench, minus three out mm-hmm. there. Hey, in this game, that's not bad when you lose by 16. And they don't want to start Lori. Why don't they want to start Lori? I don't fucking know. They're not going to play defense anyway. I have no clue why they won't start him. They was trying to trade him. Yeah, they were trying to trade him. You trying to trade somebody? Why don't you play him? <laughs> the fuck? Like what? Hey yeah. man, you got he's going. He's he's going to be your best scorer. Like just play the guy. What are you doing? One thing. One thing that stands out a lot from watching Chicago is Kobe White is not that good. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd be a lot better coming into the pros. But he just hasn't figured it out. What was he drafted? I mean, he, he was drafted has fl- eighth, or was he drafted seventh? I think he was. Yeah, he was like six or seven. Yeah, six or seven in the draft. He shows flashes, like he got potential, but he's he's not much more than a backup than a than a six man. I don't see much more that I don't see much more out of him than a six man. Yeah, I agree. That can that he's, can he's potential. Not- Go ahead. Mm-hmm. That right. can that that can that can that can give you an occasional explosion, like that's that's pretty much what he is. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think he's the point guard of the future. Obviously, no, nah. no, nah, he not he can't be the he not their starter. No, they already tried Sadaransky to start. Yeah. I don't know why they switched it, but they're just they're just experimenting because they're trying real hard to make this play in tournament. But as we see, the Wizards and the Raptors, they want it. And the Bulls, the Bulls don't. So 
You know, it's 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 looking like it's going to be more so between the Wizards and the Raptors. I don't know what happened during this 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 recent stretch, but the Raptors, you know, finally started winning games. They put uh, Gary Trent on the they get they put Gary Trent on the bench, and they um you know everybody finally came back. That's one thing. Everybody's been hurt for like the last two months, so mm-hmm. everybody's finally healthy now. And you know they just beat the Nets. That that the 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 addition of Birch, you know. He's that's a big move because now they don't have to play Aaron Baines and Birch can do stuff. So that's a big move out of there. He was just being wasted away in Orlando, like all their centers do. But <laughs> you know, they they let him go because they decided that he wasn't the one that they were gonna stick with. They decided that they're gonna stick with Wendell and, and, and Mo Bamba and they let Birch go. Then the Raptors picked him up and he's been making a big addition. Ever since he got there, you know, Siakam's been, you know, it's been quiet, but Siakam's still been, you know, having an impressive season for like the past few months after his awful start. And, you know, OG being back, being out there, it's been helpful. Fred Van Vliet came back, Lowry came, everybody's back now. <laughs> they just beat the Nets, even though it was only Kyrie out there. But um, let me see what else. Yeah, for Atlanta. That's going to be a big loss out there, but the Knicks just want a straight, <laughs> like the Knicks are really fighting themselves. And I saw a report that Kendrick Perkins was like Julius Randle, his third leading MVP candidate. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even mad. Go ahead. <laughs> like, Honestly, bro, Julius Randle really has been that good. He's been everything to this team. And, he just put up, didn't he just he just put up 40, 11, and six. Again, if Trey Young was still playing, they would have lost. But hey man, A straight wins, A straight wins. So you know what? I can't I, I heard I heard y'all won't even believe this. Somebody on the Knicks, I think it was quickly. Somebody on the Knicks was like, they've been doing so well that Thibodeau gave them a rest day. Whoa. <laughs> he said not only did they not only did he give them a rest day, he took away their access to even go into the gym. What was it called? Blackout day or something? Yeah, blackout day. Yeah, I heard that. Bro. <laughs> Bro, the, the Knicks are doing something here. They got a rest day, bro. They got a rest day. That man literally said he's um, happy unless he's miserable. He got they got a rest day from him. I, Bro, give Randall MVP. I don't care no more. <laughs> Yo, I really don't care no more. Randall deserves it, man. It is kind of crazy. <laughs> we try to give the MVP everywhere than where it deserves. I, I I've given up. I oh, just, don't I, worry. I'm I'm coming back to that point. <laughs> I gave up, bro. <laughs> we really did. We really were trying to find everybody else when the answer been right in front of our face the whole time. <laughs> Are you going to say Julius Randle? Is that really where you're going with this? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Anything else you see from the day? <laughs> and I think, and I think, you know, we talk a lot about we talk a lot about the Clippers, but they are a little deeper than we think and I think it does come down it, it just came down to getting rid of that dude bro it really did <laughs> oh. they they really turned into they really turned into the best team in the league just straight getting rid of Lou Williams 
That's all it ever took. Hey man, Rondo and I the playing. We've been saying it. Some somebody for the Clippers that I like, and I thought that that would get a lot more opportunity with Lou Williams being traded was Terrence Mann. Yeah, not a lot of people know that he's such a good scorer for them, but yeah, he quietly gets buckets. Yeah, nah, Terrence Mann, crazy. I was I was saying that before. I was like, Terrence Mann kind of got to be the sixth man for real. Like like yeah. at this point, well, Rondo's the sixth man, but like you know, their their backup score. I thought it was supposed to be. I thought it should have been him over Lou, but I guess if Lou's going to be there, he's going to do what he do. And he been and he been went right over to Atlanta, do what he do, and been doing it well. I mean, he didn't last night against the Knicks, but you know, the Knicks are the best defense in the league, so I can't blame him for that. But you know. He's been filling in that role really well. Like, that really was a perfect trade for both teams. <laughs> it really did just fit what they needed. So, also, I did, Reggie Jackson's the other six man. It's not really 10. I don't, I don't know if they're going to play Reggie. Is Reggie going to be a starter? No, he's not. Nah, not with Pat back. No. Nah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's going to be Pat, Paul, Kawhi, Marcus. Ibaka. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do though, because you you do. I think Terrence Mann even might be better than Reggie Jackson, but it's the it's the experience more so. But they do kind of have yeah. to play all three of them. And number two, who's man, the third? Uh, Man, Rondo, and Reggie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're gonna need Zubats and Batum off the bench, so Kennard probably won't play. But now nah, they're an incredibly deep team. Um, you think you think Kennard should you think Kennard should be the odd man out? I mean, it, he go he gonna have to be. You gotta play Terrence Man at this point, even though I a man you, he kind of has to be. He's the biggest defensive liability. He's also the he's also the like second best shooter. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying is. For me, shooters, it's like unless you start sometimes, if you just off the bench shooting, it's, it's way more difficult. Well, you were saying Mark, you were saying Marcus could all Marcus do is shoot. You were saying he should well, he did, yeah, but the, the, but, the, the shots, but. But, the, but the but the reason is because this is before this is before Rondo got there, it's because Batum was the only dude on the team who wanted to pass. Yeah, now they all kind of pass. You see it again, Batum was third, third in assists again, he had four. All he wants to do, only took two shots or assists. It's like, yeah, it's all he wants to do. Yogi Farrell came out there and had seven assists. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just, this this team really is kind of crazy, Loki. It is. Tyloo doing, hey, man. Tyloo fighting. And I, I, man, they're going to catch the Jazz and the Suns. They're going to catch both of them. They get in the one seat. Yeah, I just need to, the Jazz just need to really hold on. I think the Jazz can hold them off. The Suns getting caught. <laughs> Suns getting caught. I'm done with them. I really we'll can't. talk. We'll talk about them in a yeah, little second. But um, as far as you know, April. Uh, as far as Wednesday is concerned, one other thing. I guess the only thing you guys didn't mention. Um, the Heat beat the Spurs by 20, and the only reason that matters is because, uh, like we said. Um, the Knicks have won eight straight, but they're still only a game and a half up. But they did beat the Hawks. Um, so it's a tough loss for the Hawks. And you look at these teams in their last 10, and we'll get to, you know, one of them in a minute. But the Knicks, they've won eight of their last 10. The Hawks have won seven of the last 10. The Celtics won eight of their last 10. The Heat have just won three in a row. No, they only won six of the last 10. They've won three in a row. 
And it's really just everyone fighting to get out of that seven seed. Now, the Hornets aren't terribly scary right now, obviously. Um, I'm actually happy the Pacers are still asked because that gives LaMelo a real shot here. Try to get them, <laughs> keep them in at least the AC. Um, We're all happy the Pacers are ass, bro. I want them to lose to the Thunder. Get them out of here, bro. The issue is, so they're going to lose to the Warriors. The issue is now you, it looks like what we think is going to happen. We're going to see a Wizards-Hornets second play-in game. Because I think that the Heat, Celtics, Hawks, whoever the fuck, Knicks, I'm just being that, whoever the fuck, they're going to beat the Hornets, I think. <laughs> but now you have a Hornets-Wizards matchup, and that's going to be really interesting, hopefully. Hopefully the Wizards just handle this. And the Pacers, please. Um, but – it's just one thing I was just interested in because now all these teams, like like you said, Trey Young, like Darnell said, Trey Young coming back Sunday um, has to. He can't sit. They can't lose games right now. Yeah, they really can't. None of these teams can afford to just like lose games. So that's where, like we said, how's the playing game will have an impact. In the years past, they probably been like, hey, Trey, just take a week off. Who cares? I mean, we drop a couple. We drop a couple. Whatever. Will still be like seven, eight. And that's not exactly where you want to be. So I don't know if even they would do that in the past. Because that that is a matchup it, with the Nets right now. It it definitely does. It definitely does make it a little more like. It definitely does put the pressure on everybody though a little bit more. It makes these games a lot more meaningful than they were. The only the only shitty thing about it is obviously as we know, you know, it's such a shortened season that. You want, you know, the, the stars to be healthy going in the playoffs. And if you put them in the situation, like you see with the Timberwolves, not, sorry, the Timberwolves, fuck the Timberwolves. Um, you see what the Trailblazers did with <laughs> You see what the Trailblazers did with sitting Dame a little bit. And now they look up. And we were we were hinting toward a couple of weeks ago, but now they look up. They really are about to be the seventh seed and now they're gonna have to play in a play-in game you know so that would be a that's a wildly different thing just because you know dame had, a, had an injury he had to sit for a little bit again one of those injuries hey probably hey. The playoffs, but these are playoff games now because you really want to you got to get to the sixth seed and, re- and at this and at this point it's dallas going it's dallas between going well between portland and golden state like six to ten because new orleans out of it so you really could look that man right in his face. Yep. And that man has swept you multiple times in the and playoffs. Like, we, like we, we didn't really mention it. We didn't really blame them for this. But man, like Grayson, Dylan, Soul, just hurry up. And I don't, I don't want to say hurry up because you got to be a little careful. But, man, yeah. I'll, st- I'll start Jaren as soon as possible. These dudes do just fall apart out of nowhere sometimes for no reason. Yeah. And – because Dylan do it too. Would be all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a minus eleven. Smack out there being minus eleven. Dylan was just, you know, a zero. He has eight. He he has to score more efficiently. Um, he can't be three for eleven, but he just he's gonna be the best defender. He's gonna end up being the best player. Um, but they gotta just go out there, bro. Just start. And at this point, Tillman can't be starting anymore. If, you know, was again, big thing is Valley's not there. They lose you know, every game. Valley ain't there. What's up? You know, you know, it's been the biggest issue with them too. Brandon Clark ain't been doing nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's been a big yeah. issue because Brandon Clark was like one of the biggest reasons they were so good last year. He had six this game minus twelve. Last game he had four. Like Brandon Clark ain't been doing nothing. He 
he has to because he really was the key that made them work last year. My man lost his confidence having to start for 40 games. (laughs) 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 Fuck no. Oh, this is what starting's like. Put me on the bench. Now you're on the bench. He's just like, well, I just want to just chill a little bit. Starting shit hard. Yo, Gonzaga get all these bigs, man. <laughs> they, all, <laughs> they all be average as hell. <laughs> oh, don't sleep on Chet, bro. Chet is the truth. He better be. Because <laughs> I'm watch, I'm watching all the other Gonzaga products right now. <laughs> don't sleep on yeah. Chet. Chet, yeah. Chet, Chet Holmgren, yeah. See, you haven't been up to date on the Twitter world like I have. So Chet Holmgren, he's the number one, he's the number one uh high school prospect from um from I believe like Minnesota or whatever. So he 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 chose Gonzaga as a school. He was the number one prospect. This is the highest prospect they ever got in their whole yeah. college. Well, I mean number one, yeah, but I mean they can't really be better than number one. <laughs> but, but this is like their this is their first number one prospect. So you know me. <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. He he reminds me of like a Porzingis type, but hey man, gonna Gonzaga be having these bigs, man. And they be turning out okay. <laughs> they make the league and they stay in there for a while. It's a it's a few of them in the league, right? It's in the league. Hey man, a few is enough. No, not when you supposed to be a big name school. It's not, it's not a big name. Yeah, it's not a big name school. <laughs> I thought Bro, it was. You really can't. Or first off, I want to I want to just go back a minute. You haven't been keeping up with the Twitter world as much as me. No, I haven't because it's your job. Secondly. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond that, no Gonzaga is not a big name school. They play in the WCC. They're only a big name school because Mark Few is made in a big name school. They're like they're like they're like a Duke, except they play in a conference that's not the ACC. Like because Duke was uh, a big name school before Coach K got there and made them one. Yeah, and that difference is honestly the difference. That's probably why Duke has a lot of championships in Gonzaga. Gonzaga would probably have a they'd have at least one right now if they play in a bigger conference. But hey, they're starting to get number one recruits. So um, yeah, no, last last year was definitely a huge year for them. Yep, big time. They but they've made the finals before. They made, yeah. uh, but they didn't have as much talent as they did last year. Um, yeah, yeah. So obviously not a Baylor, but hey, man, it is what it is. All right. Um, all right. Now, Darnell, hey, man, yesterday was not as wild as Wednesday where we had one, two, three, four, like 12 games. But what did you see from Thursday's games that we haven't talked about yet? It was a nice win from the Celtics over the Phoenix Suns, 99-86. You would expect Boston or the Suns to be able to score more than 86 points. Everyone pretty much healthy. Well, Jay Crowder didn't play. Uh, no, oh, he did. Cam John didn't he? Jay Crowder? No, he, he did not. Play. He didn't. Okay, he my, did. bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, So Cam Johnson inserted in the starting lineup. It weakens the bench a little bit. Tory Craig has seven off the bench. So did Cam. It's the starting lineup too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. And like yeah, ass, <laughs> <laughs> you just expect to see. 
Mikael Bridges, one of nine for three, three of seven for Chris Paul from three, eight of 16. Uh, decent Chris Paul game, but not enough from Devin Booker. He was only six of 13. It's never enough minutes. from Devin Booker. I'm getting tired Fouled of him, bro. Out of the game. <laughs> Devin Booker is just not taking that. He's not taking that leap that we all thought he should at this point. But Kimba looks to be healthy again. Um, 5'11 for three, 32 points. He led the way. Jason Tatum with 15. No Jalen Brown, looks like. Um, I think it was at one point, it was like a, a little skirmish between Tristan Thompson and Tory Craig, in which Tristan Thompson called Tory Craig trash. And that seemed to be a big topic of conversation on the Twitterverse. Man, he is trash. What? Damn, Tristan. <laughs> That's not that's not your forte to say, man. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, Tristan compared to Tristan is trash. Yes, yes, he is. Tristan compared can say to Tory Craig is trash. To yes, Tristan can say Tory Craig is trash. I don't care. Tory <laughs> Craig, you gonna foul me on a rebound? Yeah, I'm gonna call you trash. You're a trash. What? What the fuck is Tory Craig? This man's a champion. And a champion who got an $80 million contract. You're trash. You're garbage. <laughs> Outside of that, Chicago bounced back against Charlotte, 108-91. Chicago, three scores, 18. Kobe White had 18. 18 from Vucevic. 18 from – 18 from – what's his name? Left-hander. We were just talking about him. Thaddeus? I can't think of his name. And- Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young. <laughs> And Is you looking Charlotte's, at their names? No, I'm not. It just says <laughs> it says three tie. I'm not looking at this the box score. Oh, how'd you break this stupid game up then? <laughs> <laughs> because I just want to bring up the point that Charlotte's not getting Charlotte's not looking like they're gonna fight to stay in for the playoffs. They're gonna probably be at the back end of the play-in tournament if they don't get a medal back soon. So that's something to watch. I watched the Lakers-Mavericks game last night. Doncic led the way with 30. Not a great performance by Anthony Davis whatsoever. He only played about 17 minutes or so and only produced 16 minutes and 40 seconds, 2 of 10 overall, 0 of 1 for 3, 4 points with a minus 11. So that's not a bright spot for the Lakers. And he's just not been looking the same as he has last year. Maybe once he gets his legs back under him, we'll see an improved performance, but not the return that you would have liked to see from Anthony Davis. And that's pretty much all I got from Wednesday's game. I'm comes, to the con- comes to the conclusion that Darnell is tired of hearing you go on ESPN for your box score than hearing all them stupid-ass advertisements. Because hey, <laughs> <laughs> that shit really do just be... <laughs> Loud as shit. I pause all the videos every time. Amen. But but the but the three things the, the, the three things that we always say about this team happen, and they won against the second seed in the West. Tristan Thompson was there. Marcus Smart was there. Kemba Walker had a good game. That's the only three things that matter. Nothing else matters. This man shot three for seventeen, and the other dude wasn't there. And Romeo Langford started, bro. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> the three things that matter about this team happen. Kemba Walker had a good game. Marcus Smart was there, and Tristan Thompson was there. They played defense because Marcus Smart and Tristan Thompson are the best defenders on the team. And, <clears throat> you know. Romeo Langford is a solid defender. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, you know, them, them, them bringing in Jabari Parker was, was good because now that means – I mean, they already cut him, but they, they just replaced him with Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner was there for, like, three games. They was like, you're not it. And you guess know his who last else name is Wagner, right? And guess who else has not been playing? His last name is Released. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I know they don't you have to, Every time don't you, you have say to earn, Wagner. Don't you have to earn it, bro? I think you have to. Didn't we, did we, we talk about earning your name? <laughs> was that? I forget. We we talked. We said somebody. Tell you all you need to know. <laughs> we were talking about somebody. <laughs> so I they think it was Puk- earn <laughs> Pukas Pukasevsky. It might have been him. Nah, it wasn't. Nah, him. it wasn't him. He too good. Nah, it was somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Pukasevsky, like, okay. whatever. I'll, I'll make sure I get his name right because I'll be saying that one in the future. Will yeah. not be saying. <laughs> I will not be saying Mo Wagner too much longer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, his little brother is coming up in the draft, man. He's about to be a top ten pick, so you might be stuck. <laughs> his brother will have earned it if he exactly. if he earns it. <laughs> exactly. But um, guess who else was not playing? Since we're talking about people whose names don't matter, Fournier. Oh, dude, Fournier. I was just about to go right there. They cut him. Fournier was still not there. They cut him right with Wagner. He gone. <laughs> Off the team. They said, they said, well, I guess. Fuck these two seconds. I guess we could have had Desmond Green. We ended up with Fournier. Not, e- not, e- not even mad, bro. You can't be mad at it. You nope. gave up two seconds for the guy. Like, <laughs> whatever. I'm pretty sure he was on the end of his contract too, or something like that. Or did he just resign or something? I don't even know. Just, just cut him, bro. <laughs> um, let him just go to the nets for everybody else, bro. <laughs> Undo it, hey, man. I don't know if the nets is the spot for him. <laughs> Honestly, bro, he can go to Milwaukee. He can just be another dude to shoot threes. Everybody else doing it <laughs> for real. He might as well just go to Milwaukee. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, I think they found, I think they're finding the rotation. Obviously, you know, Jalen Brown's going to be a big part of it. Romeo Langford going to come off the bench, but you know, they, I think they less semi minutes, less semi minutes out there. You know, they just, they just, they just running, <laughs> they just running with who they running with and they've been winning games off of it. So, you know what I'm at it. Cause the three most important people are there. Well, yeah, the three most important people are there. Tristan Thompson, Marcus Smart, and Kemba Walker. I don't care about the other two, bro. I don't care about those all stars. They, 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 they the least important ones. <laughs> okay, in the starting lineup, <laughs> like for real. So. Least important ones in the starting lineup. In the starting lineup, it don't matter if they're not. It, it don't matter if they're not there. If the other three are there, they win games. I said Tatum close. shot three. I 17. We know about the Celtics. That's bad. Why, mm-hmm. why the hell didn't they start Kaminsky or Saric? <clears throat> and they played Cam Johnson 34 minutes. 
Because they, I, I don't think they know Cam Johnson ass. <laughs> oh, we no, thought he was, we, <laughs> we we thought he was nice at first because he was nice at first, but damn. <laughs> as soon as he got inserted into the starting lineup, same thing, same exact thing as Brandon Clark. As soon as that man became a starter, he fell apart. Yeah. He said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. But he really fell apart, bro. He can't score no more. Already couldn't play defense. Now he can't give you no offense on top of it. This now can't want to paint out anything. there by himself. Like, does Devin hmm? Booker want to do anything? Like, does he want to do nah. anything at any point of this season? No, nah, I mean – I think the Celtics winning is a bigger, like what I said for the three. But the the Suns, but the Suns, yeah, it, they go they go as far as he gonna score, and if he's gonna not score ever, till he feels like it. Like if I, he gonna, I really, it, I honestly, I think either way, I might be mad if he starts scoring or he doesn't. I'm at that point. Why? Well, Why are you gonna be, if they, if he if does they lose, scoring? if they lose the two seed because of this, that would be really, really not great. Um, and only because it would be, I, I think they would end up beating the Blazers or the Mavericks or whoever. But you would lose, you know, home court against the Clippers or the, you know, if the Clippers called the Jazz, the Jazz in the second round, and they need home court against those teams. So I don't need home. Do they need home court against the Jazz? Yes. Yeah, they do. The Jazz have the best home record in the league. You oh, that, that is true. Right? That is true. That is true. Right. That is line. true. That is true. That would straight be a seven-game series that Utah yep. wins at home. Yep. <laughs> Twenty-six oh, and three at home. Like oh, oh man, actually. Yeah. Oh, if Utah get the number one seed, they might win the title. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything crazy like that. But yeah, I don't know. I like, you know about. Amen. 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 If glass, if if the 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 one team, the one team that that we that we're just saying is going to go to the finals, if that dude keeps struggling like he's been doing all season. I know he's been hurt for like the last two months. Yeah, he hasn't been there. But but when he was there, he was struggling. He was struggling, but they were winning games. Um, I'm I'm just saying he was there and they were struggling. Bro, he can bro, he can be he can be Rudy Gobert. They still have LeBron fucking James. Like, <laughs> no, you know the you know the crazy thing about this season. I don't love any NBA. I don't love any team to win the finals this year. But I know okay. somebody's gonna win. Yep. Did you love a team last year to win it? Last year? The Lakers it was the bubble. So, yeah. Yeah. The it Lakers. didn't start until the bubble, but yeah, the Lakers. Lakers were going dumb mm-hmm. crazy right before the bubble, and then they came back and it's continued. Well, they struggled a little yeah. bit at first. That's why I got tricked into the Blazers, but the the Clippers, the Clippers fell apart. <laughs> as soon as the bubble started, they they say, really might have done it. They really might have done it if if it weren't for the bubble. Honestly, what I was gonna say is I kind of really the, the team I like the most right now is the Clippers. That's the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Like they really look like the best, but I you just don't know what the Nets are gonna do. Yeah, yeah. You just <clears throat> have no idea what the Nets are going to do. 
That's the yeah. wild card. Is the Nets? The if they could be a wild card, and the Bucks keep beating good teams and not beating bad teams because they really, I'm convinced on the theory that they don't want the one seed at all. They're trying to avoid it at this point. I'm saying, bro, like they they're tired of these expectations. <laughs> they like, damn. They like, damn. We keep getting the number one seed and we keep getting bounced. <laughs> like, fuck it. And then everybody call everybody calling Giannis trash. <laughs> Another thing, he, another thing to note real quick about the Thursday games, uh, Porzingis went out with an injury again. So, so I mean, hey, man. Damn, Chris Stapps. Probably, probably should have. Yeah, ankle injury. Yep. Probably Damn. Yeah. He got all these, all these power forwards, man. All, all these nice power forwards be having the same issue. Gian, Giannis just got to be the best one. Just because he's really the only one that play. <laughs> like, if we be it real, Giannis is really well, the best. Games this season, too, though. He's missed a good but amount. He hasn't, but he doesn't always miss games. Giannis has missed games, but he doesn't just always. AD, Chris Stapps, Collins, all them, all the good power forwards that we talk about, they all always miss games. For I, consider, I, I, I kind of consider Giannis like a small forward, though. He like more so than being a traditional power forward. He's more of a three four to me, while everybody else is like a four that can play five five. I mean, I mean, Giannis is a center, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Giannis is off. Giannis is well, I won't say all five, but he's one three four five low key. <laughs> <laughs> he not because yeah. he not on a how he's not a two. He's here. never gonna be a two. <laughs> he's not a yeah, two. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he the he the furthest thing from a two, but he a one, three, four, five. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked. Amen. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, if you really look at if look at you look at a height comparison and a a a, a, a dude that plays a similar position. Look at like Jonathan Isaac. He's a six eleven small forward. He kind of right. built like right. that. He's I'm stopping built. this right now. He's not, not built Isaac with Giannis. Built, <laughs> built like not, that. I'm just gonna stop all of that. But right the there. but the def, but the thing is the defense is he obviously not him, but the defense is similar. All right, so he, let's get back on track here for Friday. We got some very interesting games. Just want to throw them out there real quick, and then I want to talk the standings. Um, but you got the Heat versus the Hawks, Celtics versus the Nets. So those are some good games at 7.30. Obviously, no Trae Young, but that's a huge game because if the Heat win, the Hawks would go right down to the seventh seed, and you would think the Heat are going to win that game. Um, you got the they Nuggets. They might not. Okay, <laughs> they, might, so. they might not, but they've won three in a row. So I kind of trust them a little bit right now. Um, the Nuggets play the Warriors at 10, and the Grizzlies play the Blazers at 10. So tonight could be a huge night. There's a chance. There's a possibility that. Actually, there's no possibility because I just thought about it. The Grizzlies win, and the Warriors wouldn't be the eight. But Warriors got to win this game because if they do, they will creep closer and closer. Fuck it. Room for the Grizzlies. Just win this game. I don't think they can because the Blazers see that record. But try. Um, 
Hey, man, so I want to – Darnell said he wanted to talk more about this, so I'm going to say it right now, all jokes aside, talking to you, Dom. Yes. Who do you think is the MVP of the league? I'm going to start with Darnell. Who right now is your MVP? Yeah. Did you just say Dom? Yeah, <laughs> I, I said all jokes aside, but I'm not going to start with you. We're going to start uh. serious for sure because I don't trust you. <laughs> Yeah, this was part. This was partially gonna be my dickhead of the day, but I mean, I was this. Yeah, all right, this would be my dickhead of the day, just to give it, just throw it out there. But the MVP is Jokic. Jokic has a full body of work throughout the season, looking at everybody else and how, you know, we're gonna pick other guys and steadily. Denver's in the four seed. That's not too far down in the standings to where he wouldn't qualify. You would, where you would throw his record out there. Leagues miss time, huh? They've won four in a row since Jamal Murray was out. Yeah, like, yeah. what else does he have to do? Like, I get Steph gets hot for a month, so you want to give it to Steph. I get that. Ah, uh, we not giving Steph no more. <laughs> yeah, hey man, if he goes like- out there and scores fifty on them dudes again, we might yeah, have to hey, reconsider. Man. He did just put up fifty on the MVP. He does it again. If he even does forty, and they beat him again. We might reconsider that. I'm just going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that open because I might come on here crazy and continue the stuff as MVP if they beat the Nuggets again. They play him tonight. But sorry, Darno. Go. No, but outside of that, um, you look at Giannis. We're looking at every reason not to give Giannis the MVP, but I don't think he's. Probably not. I, I don't, don't think want it. He's doing anything pre- <laughs> like to set a president to president of winning three straight MVPs. So I get why he kind of disqualifies himself. So I see Jokic is the clear cut MVP, and any other argument is just ridiculous at this point, right? Dom, is every other argument ridiculous? No. Uh oh. Say not yet. I agree with you. Actually, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna make, I was gonna make a bold, I was gonna make a bold Rudy Gobert claim real quick. But let's <laughs> go, Rudy Gobert for MVP. <laughs> you know what? They can't win a game without him. So, and then the number one seed because of him. So you know what? I would but definitely nah. be your Chris Paul take. I would. <laughs> 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 hey man, but honestly, when it comes when it comes to Steph, and I want I want this to be full disclosure. Steph Curry is my favorite player of all time. I I want I want that to be known. But oh, the it's only way the way I only said uh, the way that I only think that he should win MVP is if they make the six seed. If he makes the six seed, I'll I would give it to him. And and Jokic stays at like four. If he makes a 16 and Denver stays at like four, then I would give Steph MVP for real. But unless, but if they just if they just make the eighth seed, just because of that one season where they gave where they gave it to Westbrook for the triple double, and he was like the sixth or seventh, I think he was sixth. But if he was seventh, I think Steph deserves that seventh. He but if seventh. Steph is Kurt, well, huh? He was seventh. All right, so if Steph makes the seventh seed. Played I'll the give it to Steve Rockets in the first round. Got so what is what is Steph doing exactly that's so groundbreaking that we've never seen before? He's that we have not to go. boring. 
<laughs> bro, he made bro, he made he made more threes in a week than every entire team. <laughs> like the entire teams. Like he, he does just, have more 10.3 point games this year than anyone in their career. Yeah, and then everybody combined yeah. in their career. Because the next closest was Clay. Everybody okay. I'll Clay give you that. I'll give you Clay. that. But that's that's not a season long stat that just blows your mind. Like a triple double that that's we have pretty that, that's the that blows your mind, bro. A 10 game stretch? Not really. I'll start with more these, about how many with these three. bum ass. With these yeah. bum ass niggas, yes, it is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but at least when Clay was doing it, Steph was right there. Nah, you got you got I'm you you got you got out here Steph, and then they gotta look at Andrew Wiggins, bro. <laughs> like it's the levels to this shit, man. <laughs> Clay, well, Clay, when Clay was doing it, Steph was at least right there on the other side, bro. But you like, can't blame Steph. You, you can't blame Clay for never having to play without Steph. I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming him at all. I'm just saying that Steph's making history, and I think that. If we're gonna give it to Westbrook for the history, because he made a seven seed with bum ass teammates, then we gotta do the same with stuff. Well, it, well, with Westbrook, I mean, if Westbrook gonna make history, make us get a seven seed, and win MVP because he has some bum ass teammates, then you gotta do the same thing with stuff because his teammates are ass. That does lead the league is making history. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he just not the MVP, but I mean, he has done. He doesn't lead the league in scoring. No, he does. He does you by sure? point one. By yep. point one. Okay. Point one. Point one. Oh, that's hey, man, we, I mean, I mean, we can't. I mean, we can't. We can't use. Okay, so if we're if we're gonna do the league, if we're gonna do the league leaders, though, if the Wizards make the seventh seed in the same breath, like, what's really the difference? <laughs> Bradley Beal's boring. I told you what the difference was. You can, <laughs> can laugh at it or not. <laughs> Bradley Beal ain't out there hitting ten threes. That's the difference. Sorry. I mean, he's not making history. Steph is making history along the way. So, call yeah. me when Bradley Beal starts oh, hitting man. 90 footers, man. Hey, man. He ain't getting up to no seven seed anyway. I don't even know why you said that. <laughs> They're eight games under 500. Not the same. <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're not the same. Just so I make that clear. Um, they can make nine. They can reach nine. Yeah, Jokic is obviously though the MVP. I mean, you know, everyone's yeah. looking for other things because you know it's it's just not. It's like weird. It's like Jokic isn't that fun on the highlights, but if you watch them play, he really just it it is great to watch. Like he is a lot of fun. It's not boring when you watch him because he really be doing a lot. Would not a lot out there. It's a little. It's a little bit Tim Duncan esque. Like Tim Duncan didn't have the most sexy game, but it was fundamentals. Yep. Tim Duncan with like passing, not quite as dominant down low, but you know shooting and, and better shooting. Passing. Yeah. Better um, shooting, not as dominant, but much better. I passing. think. I not think another thing with. Either, I think another thing with this year is that Jokic hasn't been like just even though he's been like the main one. It hasn't been like such a dominant season where it's like, damn, you can't give it to nobody else. Like Giannis, the last two years, you really, even though people were trying, people wanted to give it to Harden, people wanted to give it to LeBron, but LeBron you really couldn't, 
huh? LeBron could have. Nah, it was it was Giannis, bro. It was Giannis. It was for the narrative, man. It it was all because he old. It was all because he old. He had a top five MVP candidate right next to him the whole season, bro. Giannis was doing it with Chris Middleton, bro. <laughs> like he had the highest PER of all time with by far the best record in the league. It was Giannis. There's no, there's no debate. But people wanted to give it to LeBron. People wanted to give it to Harden, even though it was clearly Giannis. And I think the year before, when like Harden won it, like there was no real debate. When Westbrook won it, it was between Westbrook and Harden, but, you know, Westbrook was making the history. And the year before that, Steph did, you know, his incredible season. So, like, this is the first time in a while where it's just been like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Jokic is the MVP, but he not doing nothing that's like, wow, type shit. So, I think that's what it comes down to more than anything else. We're looking for other people just because, like, this this would be one of the weaker MVP seasons in, 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 in recent history. Oh, no, man. 26 I love it being the weakest. Far with that I didn't say the weakest, but a weaker. It'd be one of the weaker ones. A fourth seed, you feel me? 26-11-9 with your second best player out. It's not like he just been out the whole season. He kind of has been. He was out a lot early, remember? We were like, damn, he's scoring 50 and he can't win because there's no Jamal Murray. He definitely was out plenty of times. All I'm saying is, like, of all the recent MVP seasons, this one hasn't been one of the most spectacular just because of seeding and just because, again, his his game isn't, like, history-making or anything like that. It's not as exciting like you were just saying. So people are looking for other people to, you know, kind of fit in at least to debate with them the problem is there's no debate because everybody else either team sucks or you feel me they also have the same thing where it's just or it's either or their team sucks or they just have too many people yeah or they've been hurt or they or for the next case well they've been hurt too but they have too many people or they can't win without the second guy and that's what i'm saying about the nuggets they can't yeah and also, they're only the first is like the they're in a much harder conference. Like, they would be the uh, one seed in the East right now. Where they'd be, they'd be a half game back of, like – They wouldn't? Yes, they would. They're 38 and 20, dude. The Nets are 39 and 20. Oh, yeah. 39 and 20. They literally would oh, be yeah. a half game back. They'd be oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That is true. I know it's true. What are you talking about? Damn. Damn. <laughs> All I'm saying though, all all I'm saying is that they're the fourth seed there and they have and there's nobody's this like again, Jokic is clearly the MVP, but it's just not it's just not the, the, the type of MVP season that people are like, oh my god, Jokic, Jokic, Jokic type shit, like where they were with like Westbrook or Giannis or or or, 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 or Curry or anything. I already told you. I don't think Curry's numbers in his first MVP season was that great. I'm talking. I said the sec. I meant the second one. Nah, but the first year they did win 67 games. So. Yeah, and they they it it was they came out of nowhere and, they, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, that's how <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. Obviously, I yeah. thought he deserved it, but he, he the numbers were the game as well. So you're right. You're not. He wrong. averaged like he didn't average probably like five assists, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, his numbers weren't crazy, but that record was insane. 
Because if the next best team going to be like, if the next best team going to be like, if the best record going to be 67, the next best one going to be like 58. (laughs) You kind of do have to give it to somebody on that team. Like, you honestly, bro, if Utah really just like fucked the world up, like they were looking like they were going to do it first. Like, you could have given it to Gobert or Mitchell or whoever. If they were just going to run through the league like they were, obviously they started folding, but if they just ran through the league, you kind of would have had to get. They to won them. four in a row. I don't know what you're talking about with this folding stuff. They lost like two they, of their last like fifteen. <laughs> like, okay. They won two. In a row. They won two in a row. They won four in a row, and they won eight in a row before that. They had they lost. I'm, I'm saying at first. I'm saying at first though, when they were like just running through the league, if there was just nobody near them, like the Warriors, that one year, there was nobody near them. In the standings, Phoenix is right. Phoenix and the Clippers are dead ass two games back. Oh, you're talking about the if Jazz? I thought you were talking about the Nuggets. Keep going. No, no, I was talking about the Jazz. Like what? I'm okay. I'm saying the I'm saying with the Jazz. Like if if with if with the Jazz, you feel me? If they just ran through the league like the Warriors did the first year when nobody was close to them, then you feel me? Nobody in the like ever winning an MVP. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm saying they they could have if they was okay. just gonna have that record though. Never gonna happen. Not unless Donovan scores 32 a game. No one on that team is ever winning an MVP. <laughs> no one in Utah is gonna win MVP. Not not after they just they they forced Carl Malone to do it and then watch what happened in horror <laughs> in the finals. It's just watch gonna... that man score. Watch that man score 50 in the finals game. <laughs> And then watch, watch their MVP miss free throws to cement the legacy. To cement the legacy. <laughs> so no one from Utah, they're all banned. Um, Damn, and- Carl. <laughs> Could have happened to a worse person, huh? Could <laughs> have happened to a worse guy. <laughs> Like I want to explain why he's a bad guy, but I don't at the same time. Yeah, that's not. Let's let's not. Yeah, you don't. If if, if y'all want to know why Carmelone ain't shit, <laughs> y'all can look it up yourselves. See celebrity fuck ups under uh, EDP. Go right there. It's Carmelone for you. Yes, sir. Very good. There you go. Yes. Sir. <laughs> Oh man, Carl! <laughs> Damn, bro! Oh, jeez! Down atrocious, man! And everybody, everybody really overlooked it too. Like that's the craziest part. Oh, jeez! <laughs> oh man. One of a few times he'll be mentioned. This is one of a few times he'll be mentioned here. So it's gonna be one of the rare teasers where nothing, one of the rare teasers where nothing at all gets said. <laughs> He's gonna have to read between the lines for that. It's gonna be a bunch of uncomfortable laughter. Have fun with that. Yeah. Damn, Carl. Damn, Trippy. Not Trippy. Sorry. Damn, Mosey. Damn it. Fuck the first thing. Oh. All right. That's not that. Yo, that Mosey one hurt, man. That one that did hurt. Like, oh. Oh. Come on, bro. 
not not show up. Oh God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Huh. Anyway, Darnell, let's get into it. Who's your player last two days? Coach of the last two days, game of the last two days, and dickhead of the last two days. So for my player of the last two days, I'm just going to go with Giannis. I know his numbers weren't the greatest, but he did have 27 and 16 assists. Is <laughs> <laughs> I think he just got the most important win probably in the last two days. Well, probably Celtics over the Suns, but Kimba, I'm going to give it to Giannis over Kimba. And for my coach of the last two days, I'm going to give it to – that's tough. Nice coaches. I'll probably I'll probably give it to – honestly, I'm going to give it to Ty Lue for just beating the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> I give the same. I give the same awards. No, he, got it. Over no, he got it. He got it. He got it. Just playing without all of your stars, pretty much all of your rotation, and still getting a win over a playoff team. I think that was impressive. I mean, if Tyler you coach of the year, we get it. <laughs> I'm not giving him coach of the year. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But like, my no. game of the last two days probably give it to New York, Atlanta. Uh, and for my dickhead, it, it just has to go to the media for this MVP narrative that they do every year where they, at the last moment, they, they kind of did it last year with the rookie of the year with Tom Morant and Zion Williamson. Even though Zion missed majority of the season, they tried to erase what happened in the regular season by not trying not to give it a job. And I think it's a similar thing with Jokic's regular season. I think he's been the most consistent, and he deserved the award. And it's no problem with him winning it. I mean, this isn't a year LeBron had a strong year, so we get that. So it's it's fine. It's nothing wrong with it. See, I think with that one though, the difference is like Zion. As soon as Zion stepped into the league, he broke records. Like this, as soon as he walked his, as soon as he walked into the stadium, he broke a record every game. <laughs> Like, if he's going to be the best rookie, like, by far, I don't care how long that man plays. He's going to keep doing it. But you can't miss two-thirds of the season. If you're going to break a record every game, you can. I'm only <laughs> laughing at the Ty Lue point because I think he's been your coach of the day for the last, like, three times. So hey, I got to give it to where I see it, man. I'm just calling like I see it. He's, nah, he's sick. we know he's why Tyloo. We know why Tyloo, you coach the day every day, bro. We get it. I, I, we get it. I'm not. I I'm not overrating Tyloo. We don't think you're overrating. I wouldn't get say you're in the space. We've been seeing that for the last five years. <laughs> yeah, like I get it, <laughs> but I got to give him his props. His team's playing well. And you know the Clippers is rolling. Was Rondo on the bench? <laughs> <laughs> Coach Rondo. Was Rondo on the bench Coach with him? Playoff Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my um, <clears throat> hey man, 
So my player of the day, you already, y'all already know, man. When I slander into my name to the ground, I love when they step up because I love highlighting them for proving me wrong. Are you really about Damn to Russell Kevin... Westbrook for shooting five of twenty-one and having nine turnovers? No. Okay. No. I've been saying, no, 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 no. I've given, I've given it to Russell Westbrook enough times when he's deserved it. Nah, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking about that dude in Boston. I slandered his name all the way in the ground. <laughs> Called him every sort of trash, <laughs> but damn, but damn it, when he's not there, they don't win. <laughs> so you know what? He came out there and again, Tatum shot three for seventeen. The media is still gonna find a way to say to say that Tatum won the game. You already know that <laughs> they they gonna find a way <laughs> to say that Tatum is the reason they won this game. But no, nah, we know who it is. We know who deserves it. <laughs> It's the big. It's the true big three of Boston, <laughs> and and the leader, and the leader Kemba Walker, eleven for seventeen, <clears throat> five of eleven, thirty-two points, four rebounds, four assists, completely eviscerating and demolishing MVCP three on the other side. So you know what, Kemba, you got it. Um, my um. Coach of the day. Let me see who I'm gonna give coach to the day. coach of the day to. Well, I'll go game real quick. I'll give game of the day to um. Yeah, same with Darnell. The Hawks and the the Hawks and the Knicks. It was the the Hawks were blowing them out when Trey Young was there. As soon as he got hurt, the Knicks fought. They fought real hard and they came back and won. And you know what? That's gonna lead up to my coach of the day. Tom Thibodeau, not for the win. <laughs> no, I even. But he really gave them a rest day, man. You know what? The, the sun is shining in New York. <laughs> the new New York really has two teams to look forward to in the playoffs, bro. Oh, this is beautiful. This is really beautiful, man. And and as much as as much as he injures all of them, bro, they all love him. <laughs> Towns didn't love him. Wiggins didn't love him. But the ones, that, but the ones that want to win, they love him. <laughs> so, so you know what, Tom Thibodeau, coach of the coach of the day, and for my dickhead, you know, I could give it to you know somebody. I guess say your dickhead of the day, man. I just want to go there. Nah, I don't got one. I don't have one. Cool. You got it. I have one. All right. Um, my player the last two days, I'm giving you the Julius Randle. He had 40. So, hence, I'll ignore 40. And, yeah, there's no Trey Young, but he was crazy. I mean, I thought he didn't miss He didn't miss a three that game. He was just taking everybody. I mean, Capella was trying. Collins was trying. He was cooking all of them. It was pretty crazy to watch. Um, my game the last two days, I'm going Nuggets, Blazers, um, just because, I mean, I know it's no surprise that they lost. It's more a surprise at how they keep losing, and it's always by a point. Any team with one more win. It can't be by a point, Wit. That's how they all end up, man. Um, coach of the day, I'm giving it Scott Brooks, man. They've won six in a row. He really fought hard as hell to get this 10th seed. He figured it out. Um Really, he finally has a center who can do something, and now all of a sudden, taking off. So, good job, Scott Brooks. Proud of you, man. 
<clears throat> my dickhead of the day is Kevin Durant. Yes. Yeah. Gotta be. Four. Or liking a tweet in which someone said that Steph Curry couldn't win without another MVP and two other all-stars, or three other all-stars or whatever. It's basically a tweet dissing Steph Curry. He liked it and unliked it. Probably thought it was a burner. And <laughs> I, just, I did see it, and then I went in his likes, and I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, wait, is this fake news? I wasn't sure if it was real or not. I was real. Good way. The dude even said, he said, I can't believe Kevin Durant is like that. So, I was real. Kevin Damn. <laughs> he's, he snitched on why is Kevin Durant out there liking things that this Steph Curry, a dickhead behavior? And he just keeps doing I stuff. I mean, he liking things that this Russell Westbrook, he liking things that this everybody. Russell Westbrook's different than Steph. Steph never, Steph never did anything at all to hurt that man on or off the court at all. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> like it's craziness. Like think about it. Yeah, like really think about it. What has Steph ever done to anybody, but let alone KD, who had to go to his team? And like that is like, does KD not yeah. realize that he did join a seventy-three win team? It's like it's it's an interesting oh, yeah. now because Kevin Durant is fighting hard as hell for this year long. He's he's making a push because Russ has calmed down. Draymond's still going to be right there. I mean, he did foul out last game. We didn't even mention that. But <laughs> Paul George, hey, man. I mean, I ain't fighting. What? Paul George not even fighting, bro. Paul George. Paul George. <laughs> MVP candidate at this point. I saw fighting care. against it. He's fighting against it. He doesn't want it. Oh. Now, it could, he could be an MVP candidate and still be dickhead of the year. <laughs> if, if, if he goes into office and does what he does, we can't we can't just pretend like he completely exempt. You already know you'd be the first one to turn around. All that MVP stuff you talking. Let him let him lose to the Mavs or the Dame. Let that happen, and it'd be all his fault. With Rondo there, there's no way. Amen. Amen. Like I said, like I said in the playoffs last year, bro. He sh- in in the Denver series, he showed up until game seven. Game seven, he folded. But until that game, he did show up and drop 30 like every game. I, I ain't blame him for that. I straight hey, blame does, Lou Williams. If he does that, then he, hey man, no one's gonna say anything. That's what I'm saying. He's fighting Russ fought to get his team in the playoffs. Draymond, dumb as he is, dumb as he is, his team, whatever. KD though. The thing with KD is he's going, he should be able to perform in the playoffs, but he just doesn't play. I can't give him dickhead if he doesn't play, but he really, again, he loves the situation. That's why he keeps doing it to himself, setting himself up where he really yeah. can't, he can't fail. He, not with this team. Yeah. He's going to do all this. Talk about Russ and Steph. And you know. You, Yo, you I saw, I saw oh. some, I saw a clip. I saw a clip when he was on that podcast, right? And he was like, the reason he went to the Warriors is because he found they the were underdogs. underdogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh that's God. dickheadish right there. 
not they were. Can hold that one. What? He he said he joined that seventy three and nine team because they were underdogs, bro. Oh my god! (laughs) Not only did he say that, right? When Draymond was on his podcast, he's him and Draymond were talking, right? And Kevin Durant was like, "You know what? These new kids aren't as competitive as 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 we were when we when we first came in." Oh no, Ke- Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Durant been, been making a name for himself, bro. He was he was an unlikely candidate, but you know what? It does make all the sense in the world. <laughs> this is wow. Not with Giannis not leaving. How are all these dudes staying where they are? They're not built like us. Garbage. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> I don't know anymore, man. Hey man, all I gotta say is thank you, God. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what the worst part of this all is, man? It's not about Russ. It's not about Steph. It's not about Draymond. It's not about anybody else. It's about one person, man. <laughs> and let us pray, man. <laughs> it's all gonna come down to him. Cause he's getting all the blame. Let let's pray, man. Let us please pray we for, know for the sake be of his mental health. For the sake of his mental health. I don't know. Huh? I actually don't know who you're talking about. Mental health. He I'll can't throw that. He can't throw that. He can't throw that man under the bus. There is one player he can't throw under the bus. You mean Kyrie? He signed up for that con. Yeah. He signed up for that contract for life. I thought you were going with James Harden. Nah, nah, Harden don't give a fuck. Harden don't care. The fuck? KD say some shit, man. He'll go right to the strip club, bro. He don't care. The fuck? <laughs> nah, Kyrie, though. Nah, you know Kyrie be in his feels, man. Kyrie just straight, Kyrie just straight stormed off a game because a nigga called him a nigga. <laughs> like... Just stormed off a game because of that. And you tell if KD likes anything, Kyrie isn't as good as we. Kyrie. <laughs> I pray, man. I really pray for that situation. Now they married, so <laughs> you feel me? Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie went down on one knee and married Kyrie, bro. Can't say nothing. No, sir. This I is the one. Harden, Harden just Harden just third wheel along for the ride, bro. Is he? He's the best player, but okay, I guess he might be the best player, but that that's not the relationship. <laughs> they not the couple, bro. KD and Kyrie the couple, man. Yeah, this can't end well. We already said this though, but if hey man, if they get if they if they go out there and get their two rings real quick and then just never talk to each other again, it might just be that. It might it, it might it might just end up being that right there. I just see no way that they last. That's that's what it got that's what it has to be. That's what it has to be, man. It can't be too it can't be too hyper emotional people, man. Interested My now. man's Kyrie went straight on Twitter the next day and described every way 
why we shouldn't be saying nigga. Let Kai, let KD say some shit, bro. <laughs> Kyrie retiring. Bad day. Yeah. Very day. Kyrie is retiring from the NBA, never to be heard from again. <laughs> Definitely will be gone. I'm looking. Katie, 32. James, 21. Kyrie, 20, 29. Kyrie going to be the first one to retire. He not playing with anybody else. Exactly. He won't do that. Yeah, this, this is it. This is it. And I don't think they last they, they, four years. To bro, I think they go three. Maybe. Maybe. Brooklyn tried. Brooklyn, Brooklyn thought about trying to trade him for Harden. He disappeared for like a month. <laughs> I think that was – I think that was like – though I think I think they planned that I still think they planned I that. think it, it, even if it was fake even if they did plan it bro that's already his personality <laughs> that's the only reason it worked <laughs> the only reason it worked is because we're like it's because we're like if there's anybody who would do that <laughs> it would be him and you yeah. know what it comes down to it comes comes it always comes back down to that man bro everything in the nba always comes right back down to him bro we won't even talk he really sat there and watched he really sat there and watched lebron take two weeks off for no reason (laughs) carrots hurt that year i understand where lebron's coming from man I'm waiting for you to get off vacation. I'm in pain. I might take a two-week vacation. I go back to Florida again. Hurting. Anyway, man. Thank you. Go down South Beach. Yeah. Live it up, man. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, man. We appreciate the support and love, man. Happy to be here again. So, for Darnell Jones and for Dom, this is Demetrius. Have a go. Later. Triple D's deuces. Bro, don't.